0: Hey, Matt.
1: Ho ho ho. <laughs> Tis the season. Tis the season. I've got my tree up. I've got my scented candles lit. I've done my Christmas baking. It's uh we're in full Christmas mode over here. Nice. Mm.
0: Yeah, same here. And we're we're having our, our big Christmas party this Saturday. Oh. So, like for the past, I don't know, twenty two years, we every year we have a uh, open house Christmas party for friends sweet uh, but of course during pandemic like we, yeah we missed three years so this is like this is the comeback <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's gonna be, be a epic. rager yeah seriously yeah, oh my god exactly
0: it's in the new place or so our place is way
1: bigger mm yeah, you're even dressed like Santa Claus today. Jeez.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got the white beard going, and
1: the, oh, the red, uh, the red sweater, just everything, man. So festive. Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm ready.
1: <laughs> so I have news. What? I got news, man. I resigned from my freelancing contract. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So
0: freedom. Freedom.
1: <laughs> um, I took a look at my finances. I had lots of runway. I managed to save up a bunch of money, which is exactly why I set out to do financing in the beginning. And I have a ton of runway. So I decided, all right, great. Uh, the project is in a good spot. They're getting ready to launch the, the full game. Um, the, it's working. You know, there's some bugs and some tightening up that's going to happen, but they don't they don't need me for that. So I was like, all right, great. There's a couple big things that I'll finish and then I'll leave. So I resigned. I suppose right at the beginning of december so my last day is the 16th and i'm pumped it's gonna be it's gonna be so fun to get back full time in hacking let's go (laughs) yeah so i'm pumped it's uh it's been a long time coming uh i'm really looking forward to at least right now i've got lots of energy for ideas and things that i want to try and pursue and that sort of thing so yeah i'm just excited to do something a little different
0: nice so like like do you do you have an idea like how many months of runway you have to?
1: Yeah, I have like I have like 18 months of runway, maybe a Whoa. little bit less. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wasn't tracking my financial situation super closely. All I knew was I had a bunch of money in the bank. And I guess part of me was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to pay taxes. I'm going to have to pay this and this and this. So I never really felt like I had much. Um, or I never felt like I had enough, I should say. And then it was like, oh, actually, yeah, I've got like like a year and a half or maybe a little bit less and it's like oh actually well damn okay uh great <laughs> yeah let's go wow.
0: seriously that's that's a really long runway
1: yeah yeah i didn't realize how much work i'd actually been doing over the last few years um yeah so yeah i'm i'm pumped i'm excited i've i've gotten all the big expenses out of the way I've got all these, uh, you know, last invoices to file. So ever since I resigned, I was like, oh man, I'm not even gonna try to have balance. I'm just gonna put as, sink as much time into this as I can, do some really great work and make a bunch of money and then have a few big invoices left for the end of the year. And then my plan is to take two weeks off at Christmas. So I'm done on the 16th, which is a Friday. And then I'm off until the new year. And then (laughs) new year, new me, baby. (laughs) I don't love, I don't love scheduling things around the new year, but oh, fuck it, why not?
0: <laughs> well, I guess that's a good segue into,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah, we were thinking of uh, like doing a year in review and mm. uh, and maybe what our plans are for the new year.
1: Yeah, yeah, that sounds like fun. Um, so I'll go first. Um, okay, so now that I'm full time indie hacking again, right off the top. You know, I've got some things that I want to work on. Well, I guess I should look at like how the, let's talk about like how the, how the past year went. Maybe that's a better place to start. So um, in retrospect, um, I would say that I, so I did a lot of freelancing. I basically freelanced for the last 12 months. I didn't really take any time off. All the vacation I had scheduled went on, went awry. So (laughs) I really worked pretty hard all year. Uh, I learned a lot about Python. I learned a lot about the ecosystem, but I think entrepreneurially, uh, I didn't really make any progress. Well, no. Wh- okay, that's not true. The progress I did make, thinking back on it, is I realize now that I will never attempt to freelance and indie hack at the same time. Okay. I can't do it. That's I think good. I think I could probably cultivate that skill if I work unbelievably hard at it and have like crazy systems. But uh, I can't do it. And if I try, I'm if I try again, I'll fail. Um, or I just. I have no interest in doing that. I would much rather just work a job, contribute, help people, and then quit, and then go back off and do my thing. Um, and I think the sooner I lean into that, uh, the the better off I'll be. Rather than trying to rail against the way I wish I was, uh, I can just embrace who I am and and the way that I work, and just roll with it. I'll probably get a lot. I'll probably get to where I want to be a lot sooner.
0: Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's it. You know, you look around and you'll see people that can do it, that can mm-hmm. do a side gig and work at full time. And uh, but if it's not compatible with you, like you know, yeah, you stop hitting your head against the wall. Like yeah, am that's what I did eleven years ago. Like I had mm-hmm. tried to do the side gig a few times, and I I was I couldn't do it. I was exhausted. Uh, I was making no progress. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it wasn't compatible with me. I gave up. No, right. no, I got to try this full time.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I I won't make that mistake again. Um or you know, I hopefully I won't. You know, I'm setting out to to try to be better and a better version of what I'm do- what I was doing before was you know, not trying to take that challenge on. Cuz I like you know, I've been doing a lot of um, you know, I've been in therapy for years trying to think through how to reach your how to reach my goals and how I feel about the work that I do. And the reality is that behavior can change. You can change your behavior, but some behaviors are fucking hard to change, and they require a ton, a ton of work. Others maybe not so much. And this right. is one of those things that I just can't <clears throat> can't do it. I or I just don't want to. I just don't want to fight anymore.
0: <laughs> right? No, exactly. But like, why why fight it? Right? Like, yeah. If there's a there's a path of least less resistance, like why not take that one?
1: Great question. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So I think. Overall, for the last year, it took me a year to learn the lesson, but I'm my big takeaway is that. And kind of like sliding into how the new year is going, I had a real uh, epiphany, um, you know, not just listening to you, because you you have great systems, um, but also just, you know, things that, again, I've been talking about in therapy and, and things that I realized. And one of the big things that I, I stumbled across a while ago was when you are... Is the idea of retrospectives. I don't do any retrospectives. <laughs> like I don't say like my life is chaos, but, but like I really don't. Uh, I don't. I, I lack this intentionality when I when I uh, when I interact with the world. In that I kind of say, well, I want to go over here. Like maybe I'm getting in a boat and I say I would like to sail across the bay, and then the wind is taking you in another direction, and you say, well, I guess the wind is taking me over there, so that's where I'll go. But the problem is that like if the wind is random interruptions or feelings that i have or whatever i'm just i'm at the whim of nature it's like no i want to i want to get to where i want to go i, wa- I want to make progress but i'm just like okay well i guess i'm going south i don't know like it's just kind of random and the, so i'm not making the progress that i want to be making so one of the things i realized was uh throughout the year i realized this concept of wins don't always feel like wins So for example, you can be, say you're in a negotiation with someone and you're haggling about something and you, you finish the conversation and you manage to get the price down, but you don't really feel good. Well, I don't really feel good at the end of that conversation. I still feel a little bit anxious. Maybe it was a hard conversation. Maybe I feel like the other person is mad. They didn't want to come down, but somehow you know, they did for me. So I found myself saying afterward, thinking, oh, that that didn't go well, or oh, I just don't have these positive feelings after that haggling session. And there's a funny thing that happens where, at least with me, that if it doesn't feel good in my body, it doesn't feel like a win. So the next time I go into haggle, I think, oh, I'm not very good at this, because I don't never felt like I had a win. But the reality is, if you don't stop and look back at that haggling, the initial haggling conversation and say that was a win actually. I stood up for myself, I stood up for what I wanted and maybe I didn't get the price that I wanted, but I got close. Like that is a win. And recognizing that win gives you ammunition for the next time that you step in to do something. It gives you a confidence of like no, I have done haggling before. I don't have I don't have no evidence to challenge this like irrational thought that I'm no good, or I can't do this. Like, of course, you can. You've already done it. Yeah. And this happens with me all the time. Like, <laughs> I forgot, I straight up forgot that I started a shred consulting business that was working. <laughs> and I fired all my clients because I didn't want to do that business anymore. So, very recently, I was thinking to myself, like, oh, you know, I've never really had a success, I've never had a win. And then, you know, my therapist was like, didn't you start a business and shut it down because you didn't like it, but it was working?
0: Because <laughs> it was it's too like, successful.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, wait. Yeah, I did do that, didn't I? And then all of a sudden, it just felt so stupid of like, no, how could you have forgotten this thing that you did? And I don't want to do that again. I yeah. It's not, uh, it's doing a disservice to myself and the work that I've done. And how, in how many other ways am I doing the same thing? I'm, I'm very good at what I do. I'm very good at writing code. I'm great with all sorts of things. And I have that established belief in myself that I can write code. But you know, life my life is more than just the code that I write. There's all sorts of other like momentum kicking off things that I have, that I've done. And I need to recognize them. Um, so my big goal, and I've already begun this over the last month, is to start these, is to have a, a proper review practice. So I'm starting really, really small uh, in that I'm doing, I'm trying to pick out... Um, I'm trying to figure out a behavior or to create a behavior where at the same time every day I think about one hard thing that happened yesterday and I write it down. So when I make my coffee in the morning or when I go stand in line to get coffee, I write an email to myself of this was the hard thing that I did yesterday and it was hard and I did it and that's a win. And remembering like I, I did that thing. Um, and I'd love to be able to do this on a on a more on a lot on a longer basis like at the end of the month to look back at all those emails and say oh look at all the things the hard things that i did and then maybe to create um a wall or something like a, a list of all the successes that i've had of all the wins that i've had because i'm realizing like clearly what i'm doing is not working <laughs> so i need that i need some kind of retrospective i need to give myself ammunition to fight those incorrect feelings and those incorrect thoughts it's just yeah
0: yeah no, I mean, that's it. The, these narratives that we build about ourselves, they're, they're important. Like, they're, mm. like it's it, – these retrospectives are good because they allow you to to write these narratives. Like, mm. you know, I'm good at haggling. Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. Or I can do this. It's not yeah. like I'm <laughs> – I'm not jumping in fresh to this thing. Like, no, I've jumped into this pool 10 times, 100 times.
0: Exactly. I've done it before. I, I can do it again.
1: Mm-hmm. So – Uh, so my goal for the year is, you know, I want to, ideally I would love to follow a formal process, um, or something, but at this point, like I'm just trying to change a behavior in the smallest way. So rather than think of you know, an ideal habit of like, you know, I have this uh, dream of like at the end of my day, I take 30 minutes and I reflect on the day and I write everything. (laughs) down. Yes. Fuck it. Right. Like I'm like, my life is a sprint. I'm sprinting from one place to another. There is no time to do that. So it's really just identifying downtime and uh, going back and reflecting on, okay, what happened yesterday? Like, that's like the best I can do. Um, But that's okay. Start with that and roll with it
0: yeah i agree one little hack that i do because like i do like a bit like what you're saying right like Mm -hmm. right right every day i have a log that i I keep track of what i've done and you know any any learnings that i might that might be useful for the future Mm -hmm. but and every week i do a review but it's really hard to do a monthly review because then there's there's just too much stuff to consume right like Ah. everything you you accomplished in the last month Mm -hmm. um it's going to take an hour to like do it. So then you don't do it and then it loses. So I have have this, it sounds really stupid, but I I have this like biographical timeline of my whole life.
1: Okay.
0: In a file. So like every year at what age I am. And then like, of course when I started it, it was just from memory. Like, Mm. you know, what, what happened that year, you know, when I was 15 or when I was 16. Right. But now it's easier because whenever I I accomplish a goal, I just go add it to this to that list. Sure. Like, okay. So 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 now I ha- it's a lot easier to then to also look at it when you add something to it. Take a look. Oh yeah, it's true. I I did get a lot done this year. Hmm. Or I look at it, shit! I I only created Power Importer two years ago. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. This is exactly the kind of thing that I'm hoping to get to. Of yeah, like giving, reminding myself of all the wins that I've had. Yeah, because I don't know how else you, I mean, I guess if you won a gold medal or something, you could wear it around your neck. And every time you look in the mirror, you're like, fuck, yeah, I won a gold medal. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, But otherwise, I'm realizing, yeah, I don't know how, otherwise, how do you maintain that confidence? I maybe there isn't another way. It's just writing it down and revisiting it now. Um, So, yeah, I'm starting with that. um, And I don't know what the form, what form it'll take. I just know that I need to start writing down my wins. Another really valuable thing that you taught me, uh, I think it was this year, the idea of setting goals um, and what a good goal is. So I want to be a lot more intentional about working backwards from things. So like, for example, I remember saying to you, like, I have a goal of like $1,000 in revenue or something like that. And you were saying like, well, that's not a great goal because you don't control that. What you control is the inputs to that $1,000. So if it's like, oh, well, I need, that means I need to talk to a hundred customers or a hundred potential customers. Okay. Well, if the goal is talk to a hundred customers, does that mean you have to send a thousand cold emails? Like, you know, like the, in what are the inputs right. to talking to a, a to a hundred customers? And as soon as you start tackling things and taking them apart, the path to going forward seems a lot clearer. Like, I, I don't know, I get, maybe I'm seeing it in a new light, but I'm realizing that Okay, if I have the goal of releasing a small piece of software or or testing a market to understand, okay, how do I work backwards from this? You can totally come up with a big list of actionable things to do every day. And you can tackle them. And you can work backwards from it. And if you have feelings or whatever about it, like you can separate the feelings you have from the tasks that need to be completed. And I think for the longest time, because I didn't approach things or because I haven't been approaching things with intentionality, I haven't been able to separate the tasks that need to be done from the feelings that I have about. It. So I'm really trying to like create a a boundary there so that I can tackle both independently. Because one of the things I've been realizing is <sighs> that At some point, like, yeah, I'm really bad at writing emails in that I tend to procrastinate. So I write an email and I'll write it, I'll rewrite it five times because I think like, oh, is the other person going to be mad that I said this or confused? Is it clear? Is it this? And it's like, actually the, you know, I, I channel you sometimes when I'm writing my emails of like, what does the successful person do? The successful person writes it once, reads it and says, this might not be perfect, but this is clear to me. And then they hit send. And it's like, stop. Agonizing over dumb stuff because you're <laughs> because your feelings are getting in the way. Like sometimes you just gotta hit fucking send and that's it. And if you have to channel and fake it till you make it, like just fake it, God, just fake it. Um. So yeah, trying trying my best to separate the feelings from the actions. And when the two kind of meet, um, you know, it's important to acknowledge your feelings, but there's a time and a place for it. And as long as I continue to make the time and space that I am making for it, and not allowing it to interfere with the work then i think i'm on a, on a good trajectory um so yeah i've got so it's interesting like kind of thinking about goals versus dreams and saying like okay what are the what are my most immediate goals and then starting to dismantle them and figure out okay what's the what's the most meaningful step forward i can take cuz i'll say man like i've gotten so much i don't know the word like momentum not momentum but so much hope from watching my friend Ricardo put his business together and how he was able to on what i on. He showed me something through his experiments that I never thought would have been possible. And I think like I'm this, it, I don't know. I feel like I have so much more permission now to like quote unquote waste time. I have a, I have a bad complex with that, with the, the phrase like wasted time <laughs> of that, like, Oh, you're going to do that, but it's going to fail and you'll waste your time. But fuck wasted time like there's no such thing as wasted time when you're experimenting i need to i want to remove wasted time from my (laughs) from my vocabulary right um because i'm really interested in just doing mass experimentation just i've I, i was reminded of something with the olympic weightlifting lessons that i've been doing recently that you know my trainer will say something to me oh you need to like have your hips a little lower and pay more attention to your feet and and i think like I'm standing there with the weight in my hands and thinking, okay, so my chest needs to be like this so that my hips are like that. And I'm just completely overthinking this thing. And then you go to do the rep and it's like the worst rep you've ever done. (laughs) You're thinking about it way too much. Um, When really it's like, actually for your first rep, spend five, you know, spend two seconds thinking about the thing and then just do 10 reps and see how it feels. Learn how it feels in your body. Learn how, learn how you explore the space. And then before you know it, you're like, well, I've, oh, I've been overanalyzing all this forever. I can't outthink this problem. I just have to move the weight around and see how that feels. So, um, being a little more aware of my overanalysis and just trying things, just experiment, um, and trying to, you know, build that in as part of my goals of like, okay, well, if I want to make, if I want to make a product that I can sell for, you know, Whatever, hundred dollars or something. If I want to make a hundred dollars on the internet, the only way to do it is to start experimenting and see what see what that yields. Um, that's really it for me for for what I'm hoping for the next year. I mean, it'd be great to make some money. I've got lots of runway, so it's not a problem if I don't. But, um, I just want to be experimenting more and taking you know really dismantling these goals and working backwards. Um, and I'm hoping that. Uh, you know, what I, what I'm hoping for this podcast is to share a lot more that goal process of saying, okay, what do I want to do? And then maybe talking with you about how to tackle each individual piece and then figuring out like, okay, how do I lay out my week so that I can, so I can start figuring that out. That's going to be so fun. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, uh, I won't have any other distractions, which is great. Yeah. So what about you? Okay. Let's, so how did your year go? <laughs> First of all, how did, how did 2022 go?
0: Yeah. I mean- before I looked at my list of things that I accomplished this year, like my gut would have been, yeah, it was an okay year. Um, but now that I look at it, it, it was a pretty damn good year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, first of all, like Power Importer is doing great. Like, mm. like when you look at just month to month, like, oh, yeah, like some really good months, some okay months. Right. And once in a while, I'll, like I'll have a bad month that's actually negative growth, right? Right but then you look at it i looked at the actual numbers for the last year mm. and i'm on track to have grown 176%. Jesus Christ. in mrr, yeah. Man. And that's with no marketing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It's like the on those that's all in my list of failures. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but despite all those failures, like it's doing great. Great. So yeah, the i have to Stop being so hard on myself. Like, oh, mm. I need to be doing all these things, right? I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that because everyone else is doing that to grow their business. But then, if I take a step back and I didn't do any of those things, and the company grew, like, it's like why? Why am I <laughs> being so hard on myself? Like, mm. it's it still has plenty of organic growth left in it, and like, yeah, maybe. If I invested more into it, it could grow even more faster. But but why? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's it really makes me think about like you know the the reason I started this whole journey was you know to have a lifestyle business and then I can live the lifestyle I want to live. Mm-hmm. So I have to keep reminding myself, like stop looking at what others are doing and remember like why you were doing this and and you're doing it. So keep going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah another another win was uh hiring Evergreen support.
1: But, mm-hmm.
0: Like they've been handling most of my customer emails and that's that's had a huge effect on my on my cognitive load. Like, okay. Just knowing that I don't have to check my inbox every hour. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really allows me to concentrate on other things and have this like restful state of mind like everything's under control. If there's an emergency, they'll email me. So that that's been that was a great decision. It's it's and it's getting better and better. Like we're more and more identifying the the recurring problems that we receive. Mm-hmm. So like so they have a template that they can respond with. And just this week we were trying a new tool to see if we can be even more efficient. And great. So yeah, that's that's going great. That was a, definitely a win. Uh, yeah, but we moved into this great apartment. That's mm. just a, a personal win. <laughs> sure like the the other place was was okay but it was far from a metro it was it was kind of like it wasn't close to many restaurants and it was you know it wasn't it wasn't great so this place is super big super close to the metro super close to the dojo yeah it's like in in the center of the action in this neighborhood totally so it's, like, it's it's perfect
1: yeah yeah, you're in a great spot now. Yeah, Monkland is – I mean, if, if you're going to live in NDG, like that's the that's the spot.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's Yeah, just, I just love it. Again, like the ability to just walk to the grocery store to pick up some milk. Like, yeah, yes. <laughs> right? there, it's there's not such real luxury pink. there.
1: Yes, <laughs> exactly. absolutely. Like,
0: just missing something. Oh, I'll just walk out the door in two minutes. I, mm-hmm. I'm at the grocery store. I can pick up some stuff. I miss, like, that's the left side we used to have when we were on the plateau. But mm. when we were in this new place further from the action, like, it wasn't like that. We had to yeah. we had to do bigger grocery runs and plan more. No, yeah. I'm not a planner.
1: Me me either. <laughs> it's, so, it's so nice. It's, yeah, it's just like you say, like, the cognitive ease of knowing that if there's something I need, I can just go, I can go get it and it's no big deal.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so... Uh, and and the podcast, I think the podcast was a win. Like we mm. continue to record every week. Yeah, um, it still doesn't feel like work. No, like it's still enjoyable. So mm. that's
1: that's great. I love you too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what I was trying to say. But
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the the losses. Um, there were a few L's. Like mm. not not a big deal, but. Um, I outsourced some content marketing, yep, right. They wrote some blog posts. The blog posts themselves were were good quality and mm-hmm. they did a good job, but um, i've I've been looking at the numbers and it still hasn't broken even like okay. there's just there's just not enough SEO traffic for those keywords and and the traffic that it does get doesn't seem to really convert so mm. so yeah Um. it was I guess it was a good thing that I did put it on hold and give it some time to like start yeah. collecting data to see if it was worth it. Because mm-hmm. in the end, I don't think it was. Okay. Yeah. And then there was, of course, the big fail in public that I did <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> where I gave myself a 60-day challenge of building a new SaaS. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that did not work. It was horrible timing. It was during the summer. So whenever I did outreach, nobody would respond. Uh, it was really hard to do with the res- restraints that I gave myself, like mm-hmm. only two hours a day. Right. While still trying to get stuff done for power importer. It would mm-hmm. just, yeah, it was ill-conceived. We got super executed. sick
1: too, didn't
0: you? Y- yes, I did catch COVID during that yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but it. what I learned is that I thought I wanted to do this, like this build in public. Mm-hmm. I thought like this... Was a good opportunity to do this, like because it's something new, so I don't, I wouldn't mind sharing numbers. But, uh, but in the end, yeah, it, I did enjoy the building public part of it much. I just felt like I'd spend too much time thinking of what am I going to tweet today, right? On the, unless, unless just like doing deep work, like oh, I'm just going to start working on this, this side project. And mm. it was more like, no, no, I need to be two hours and it's should be tweetable hours <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah and then uh, yeah it makes me rethink this whole build in public I don't I think there's gonna be less of it this year on yeah. my part yeah same yeah so yeah that's uh that that was the year that was the year in the end uh successful like financially and mm-hmm. like it's everything's going well despite not doing things that I thought I I should be doing mmm <clears throat> so I think my goal for 2023 is to do a bit the same <laughs> basically just accept that power importer um, doesn't doesn't need me and it can it can continue to grow and or at least you know stay stable yeah so my my plan is just to, to take a back seat like have evergreen do more of the more of the day-to-day support. Uh, we even started talking about maybe they could do technical support. Mm. So we're not we're not sure. Like it's we're still thinking about it. But right. but if it's not them, it might be someone else take over. So I'd right. really like to just take the take a back seat. Just let it continue to grow and move on to new micro SaaS ideas. because that's because <laughs> that's really the part that I love is coming up with new ideas and mm-hmm. testing them, and that really tight feedback loop, talking to customers, providing something and then getting feedback. Yeah. Pivoting, improving it. I just love that part. And yeah. that's what I want to be doing. And that and that's probably a bit like yourself. I want to be doing lots of experiments and talking about them on the podcast. And mm-hmm. and I think that's the kind of that's the kind of business I want to be running. Yeah. In the in the future. Basically starting new businesses and maybe I sell some of them or maybe I, I just hold on to them and just use that money to finance the, the new ideas. Right. I, I still like doing a lot of it solo. So I'm not, not, not <laughs> sure about hiring a team yet or building a team. It doesn't seem like, yeah, I'm not sure. Sure. Those are still options.
1: Well, I mean, you know, you partnered with Evergreen Support and they've been solving a key problem for you. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it's just more finding more services like evergreen support that can fulfill those needs for you i mean i don't know what you necessarily had in mind of of like what you of a position that you would have to hire but i mean as long as services like evergreen support keep showing up then maybe there's lots of opportunity to offload to them
0: right no that's it i wish there were more services like this because i i even reached out to emma and asked her like could you offer like a fractional Cto as a service like mm-hmm. <laughs> right like ever evergreen Cto mm-hmm. <laughs> so it would you know we require an engineer yeah like but like emma's an engineer so mm-hmm. but someone that could just read my my code and would would then be able to do any devops that's necessary for maintenance and mm-hmm. making sure the service is running and smoothly and growing mm-hmm. for to support the, the load as it's growing Mm-hmm. and to answer customer support questions
1: yeah devops as a service is very interesting
0: yeah the big the big problem that we identified was that nobody really wants to be on call
1: <laughs> oh yeah right
0: like so like who would be on call on weekends and mm. evenings and holidays like if a server is down so like now yeah I'm on call 24 7 all the time
1: mm-hmm
0: but uh, I can't really pay someone to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have a really good idea of what that would look like. I mean, I've been on call on systems before, so I mean, like, clearly, I'm willing. To, <laughs> I'm willing right. to be paid to be on call. There, there's a number.
0: Yeah, well, that's it. I'm not willing to pay that number. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because like right now, it's fine. I'm doing it all. Hmm. Uh, but if I create five other micro SaaS companies, like, then it starts to add up. Like means I have, like now it's rare that I have to deal with an issue, but if I have five businesses, it's five times more likely to happen.
1: Yeah. Especially if, yeah, if it's on like the same hosting provider or anything right. like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like one, one eye opener was my wife was talking about, oh, maybe we should go down South, like, you know, this winter. Mm. And I started to to panic like Mm. last time I went down south we had no internet (laughs) (laughs) yeah I
1: need internet like
0: what if what if something goes wrong like Mm. no one can can do my job right now
1: no I mean there will always be a level of (laughs) of support that only only a team member can really provide like I'm thinking about you know depending on the app maybe you're using an API with a quota and, like, maybe you have a good month and you bl- and you bust your quota. And it's like, how do I know? <laughs> like, how how can right. I do any amount of support around that? Um, like, you're the one who's <laughs> – you have the account credentials. <laughs> you're the one who's logged right. into this thing. Like, yeah.
0: No, exactly. And it needs, it needs to be someone that understands the, the code base mm-hmm. and and the architecture of how it's been deployed. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe I have a few friends that are capable of that, and I could, like, you know – pay them oh i'll be gone for a few weeks you know
1: could you could you be on call <laughs> sure yeah or you could just yolo it
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's tempting but no nah. <laughs> i would feel horrible if the service was down for like while i was gone yeah that's un- unacceptable yeah I-, I feel you but that's it i mean maybe it it does require me to hire a developer hmm. and then they can be on call and and they can help me build new businesses. And yeah, and then, yeah, and then they could actually add new importers to Power Importer. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. I never really thought of it like that. But if it's, if it's a partner versus an employee, um, at least then you, I don't know, it, maybe it's setting an expectation of the kinds of things that you would be able to trade off on one another, the types of responsibilities that you'd want to have. It might be expensive, <laughs> but it also gives you peace of mind because someone cares the same way that you do.
0: But yeah, for now, at least for the first half of the year, I don't envision needing someone. Yeah. I can continue to be on call and I'll just be building new businesses on the side.
1: Great. Yeah, if you you can always call me. Hey Matt, I want to go down south and I'll say, yep, no problem. How to do a for loop in Ruby. Mm.
0: <laughs> it's okay, just use Chat GPT.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you write me a code to fix Mark's bug? Here's the copy paste code base. It it crashes when I do this.
0: (laughs) Exactly. It will answer everything. You don't need my
1: help. (laughs) (laughs) Just give it to chat GPT. Oh man, that's so funny.
0: So yeah, it's exciting. It's going to be a fun year.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, even prepping for this conversation, I think 2022 was a... Was a much better year than I thought it would be. Or, you know, looking back on it, I actually had a lot more wins than I thought I did. And it didn't go exactly the way way that I had hoped. But I'm hoping to, you know, course correct with that, with setting better intent, setting better goals.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it was it was good because you made money.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So
0: now you have a runway, Mm -hmm. and and you got to learn about yourself. Yep. You you try you you tried to do it while freelancing, and Mm -hmm. it didn't work out for you. And that's okay. Yeah.
1: So, uh, are you gonna take some vacation for the rest of the year? What are you thinking?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, like for for the holidays, I don't plan on doing much. Just spending time with family, and uh, I have a judo competition mid January. Oh yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. So that for sure, I'm not going anywhere before then. Like I'll be I'll be training hard, but after the competition, I'm still thinking about it. Maybe. Maybe a few weeks down south. Mm, Okay. Somewhere with good internet. (laughs) (laughs) This time. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be off for... Yeah, I'm going to take two weeks off over Christmas, hang out with the family, get some rest. I feel like all my vacations this year just got derailed by either getting sick or something happening. So So, yeah, just laying super low, eating lots of things that are just terrible for me and... (laughs) (laughs) get <laughs> lots of booze but other than that yeah i think it's going to be a a restful two weeks and then yeah i'm just i'm already excited to hit the ground in in january and start tackling some of these ideas and start feeling some of the feelings of fuck what am i doing is this working but you know just testing the resiliency of things
0: awesome i'm looking forward to it
1: yeah what do you think should we wrap it up yeah
0: that's cool. uh just just the last one of the year right
1: last one of the year yeah man Happy, All right. happy end of 2022. And if you've made it this far in the podcast, uh, I feel like over the last two weeks, I've seen so many people who reached out to us about having us in their top three like Spotify-wrapped podcasts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> man, that's so cool. <laughs> um, it's so, awesome. Yeah, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening. It's, it means the world. It's so cool to know that we're a part of your lives. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, happy... Happy holidays, happy Christmas, Uh, have a good time, chill out, and we'll do it big in 2023. Yes. Sweet. Let's do this! Let's fucking go! (laughs) Cool. All right, man. I will see you in the new year. All right. All right.